spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday. All right, Chad will be back on Monday. The wise man, Steve Sinsmeister, is in today. Wise man, it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you, Gatos. People call you the wise man when you're walking around town? Uh, pretty much. I've actually been called that once or twice. Okay, yeah. I'm just checking. All right. So, um, usually wise guy is what, I, <laughs> yeah, right? is what I get. Let's talk about it. I know nobody wants to, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, H-P-O. That's what I'm calling it. Phoenix, Arizona. They want you to drink uh, recycled wastewater. Recycled wastewater. They're going to turn it into drinking water. And uh, we have a shrinking Colorado River. We've got less water, you know, now they say than ever. And we live in the desert. And this is new technology. And, uh, you know, the stuff in your toilet, uh, we're going to clean it up for you so you could uh, you could drink it. I'm not for this. Uh, it, all kidding aside, I just can't. And I know that's I'm not giving I don't think I need a reason. I don't think I need to explain myself. I just can't. I can't do it. You can tell me over and over how clean it is. I still know where it came from. And I just, I can't. So the last two days, wise man, we've put on, uh, let's see, Troy Hayes, uh, Phoenix Water Services Director. He tried to convince me that uh, drinking the poop water isn't as bad as it sounds. He did a good job, but I'm still not convinced. So he knew early, a lot of the technical stuff. He did. So earlier today, we talked to Cynthia Campbell. Now, she is the Water Resources Management Advisor with the City of Phoenix. So here's just, uh, here's like, uh, just a, a quick minute of how the interview uh, started. Uh, take a listen. I'm good. How are you doing? We were goofing on you yesterday. Did you hear about it? I did. Oh, let's play the clip. Here's Cynthia yesterday, <laughs> everybody. The water that you get out of the back end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You regret saying that, don't you? It wasn't that wasn't a way to sell this idea. No, I you know what I was saying was the back end of the plant, the back end of the treatment process, the yeah. end of the treatment process. Yeah. But yeah, I I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're a good sport though. I I appreciate it. You're Thanks. you're you're a good sport. All right. So listen, I I can't get past it. I I I know that the water is probably going to be clean. I'm sure you guys are going to do good. I just can't get past it. What do you say to people like that? I cannot get I can't do it. Well, what I would say first is, is you know, what you said in your intro is drinking poop water, and it's like, I would never suggest that you drink poop water. Please don't drink poop water. Okay. And I think yesterday you mentioned you would start sampling the water out of your toilet as a way to get used to what's coming. Okay. I wouldn't recommend that either. No, no, no. <laughs> what you're going to get in, in advanced water purification is a product that goes through not one treatment process, like all the drinking water that comes through your tap today. It goes through two. It goes through a wastewater treatment process that makes it clean, but not clean enough to drink. And then it goes through a second process that's advanced water purification. Advanced water purification has more steps and has more technology that removes contaminants than any process in use in Arizona today. Hmm. And so the water that actually comes out of advanced water purification process, that two-step process, is actually cleaner than any water that's coming out of anybody's tap anywhere in Arizona. All right. So that's a bit of our interview with Cynthia Campbell. She's an expert on this stuff. So she's saying when it's all said and done, this water from your toilet is going to be way better than any water you've ever uh, had to drink in Phoenix ever. 
and I don't care. I want. Can I pay to not have this water? Like, and we talked about uh, um, price points. Like, is this going to bring our water bill down? The answer is no. I said, can I pay to get other water and not this? And she said, no. So we're going to be forced to drink this stuff in maybe in uh, eight, uh, seven years. Yeah, pretty much the way she put it. Well, I got seven years left at Phoenix. They're going to mix the two together. (laughs) They're going to take the water we're currently drinking and using, and they're going to mix it with this water, and you're not going to be able to tell the difference. We need to vote on this. This needs to be on a ballot. No, the biggest mistake that officials made was announcing when this was going to start. They should have just done it and not said a word, and we all would have never known the difference. No, but th- but then I wouldn't have a chance to put a stop to this thing. We don't need to. I think we need to put a stop. This to is a it. good thing. It's not good. Very good. Brown Evian. Enjoy. I like Evian Brown. All right. Sounds fancier. Uh, yeah, I just think for most people, if you really think about it, it's just unappetizing. It really, it really is. It's just unappetizing. Well, it's, of course it is. You keep calling it poop water. Because that's what it is. <laughs> Not after they treat it. Yeah, but I, you know, that that, that water that my, the, the poop goes into should never be used ever again on this planet. So then where does it go? I don't care. I don't know. All right. You just want to ship it to another planet? No, I just. Then we're going to run out of water eventually. Yeah. All water has been recycled through people, through treatment plants, through animals. You know, Scottsdale's been doing this, but they haven't put it out yet. So I was, I was reading about this. Um, Scottsdale has been doing this since like, uh, uh, gosh, when, is, when was the date? They've been doing this for a little while. They haven't put it out yet. So they've been making wastewater drinkable for more than 20 years in Scottsdale, but the water has yet to make it to the taps. So what are they doing with it? As the state works on regulation. So if you look at it, I don't know if Scottsdale's 20 years ahead of Phoenix – but you know, Scottsdale has figured out how to do this. They just need to know. They just need let's like right now. Scottsdale's treating twenty million gallons a day out of its water campus, but it is not going to the taps yet. So water treatment is not a new thing, right? We've been doing this for decades, especially here in Arizona. We have water treatment plants all over the place. And what they typically would do with it, instead of making drinkable water, they'd put it back into the lakes, into the rivers, use it for irrigation, for farming, and for other things uh, that we use water for, just not drinkable water. Now they're going to make it drinkable. The biggest mistake they made is telling Gatos. Yeah, h poo uh, a minute, if I may, in the Phoenix Suns. You're I've big, heard of them. They're a big sports fan. They're going to open up on Sunday against the Clippers. Um, the excitement level, I don't feel it. And maybe we will after game one. And maybe we'll look and say, wow, this team is really good. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest players in basketball history. He's on the Suns now. The Suns look to be relatively healthy. I just, I, I find this team uh, to be frail. And I don't know how this whole thing is going to go. Really, to you know, to to win the whole thing, they're all going to have to be healthy. Um, I don't know if that can happen. Number one, number two. Well, maybe I should stop saying number two on the radio. Anyway, second. How about B? Let's use that. B. That B, works. Thank you. Um, I think the most excited. I don't think we can get as excited about this Suns team as we did in 2021. And the reason is we got to come out of our house. In 2021, and we Coming actually off of COVID. we we got to go out to games. Those those basketball games in downtown Phoenix were some of the loudest events I've ever attended, and people were so happy to to be around each other. I mean, people were literally hugging each other. They don't even know each other, and that was 2021 with that team that was like the darling team. 
you know, it ha- every player was lovable. They weren't supposed to win, but they kept winning. Well, they're not going to win this series, but they kept winning. And I don't know if they can mirror what happened in 2021. We'll say winning takes care of everything. Yeah, in that 2021 season, you were coming off of a decade of failure. Correct. So anything anything shiny would have been appealing to us at that point. Wins are wins. I think you're right. If they go and beat the Clippers in the first round, now you're moving through the playoffs, you're advancing a little bit more. In 2021, the first round, they played the Lakers. I don't think people were really up for that series, LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, it was great. But then when you beat LeBron, then it becomes real. Yeah. Yeah. So to your point, I think it'll get better as the playoffs go along. Yeah, because if they don't win the whole thing, it's a failure. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that. That is the bottom line. You went out and got Kevin Durant, and you have to win a title, or it's a failure. You can go into Game 6 or Game 7 of uh, of the finals, and if you lose Game 7, it's not, hey, it's great to be here. We've had enough of those. But you know what? I'm happy to have a team that has the bar set that high. All right, I would Because not that. a lot of the other teams in town have a bar set that high right now. All right, it's time for five spot. Here's what we're looking for, 277-KTAR. Call us if you have a pet and a partner. All right, call us if you have a pet and a partner. 602-277-5827. Five spot is where we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. And today, we need you if you have a pet and a partner. 277-KTAR. Wow, we've got a great question today on this Friday on the Gatos and Chad Show. Five Spot with Gatos and Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, Five Spot, we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Uh, There is a new study out about uh, who you would rather snuggle with, your pet or your partner. So we're going to ask you to call if you have a pet and a partner. At the end of five calls, we'll give you the reveal about what the study says. Let's start with uh, Charles in Maricopa County. All right, so uh, Charles, you have a pet and a partner. Who would you rather snuggle with? Be honest. I, both, because they both sleep in the bed. No, you got to pick one, man. My wife. Your wife. Is she listening? No, but I've been married to her 29 years this month, and I, I, I there's a reason why it's my wife. Good for you. Good for you. I, Ch- still Charles, love my dog, though. All right. Charles, I love you. All right. That was he, weird. He's lying, man. <laughs> he's lying. You think okay. she's watching? She's right behind she's him. She's right in the car. Yeah. She's in the car. Uh, we'll tell you what this new study says. Uh, let's see. Anne-Marie in Anthem, would you rather snuggle with uh, your partner or your dog, your dog, your pet? I'd rather snuggle with neither, but if I had to choose, it would be the, the dog. The dog. Now, is, is it that your husband is hairy? Is it that he snores? What is the deal? Uh, I, I just... Ugh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, okay. How long have you been married? 26 years. 26 years, and you don't find him attractive at all? <laughs> no. I just don't. I don't like sleeping that close to somebody, okay. personally. <laughs> all right. All right. That's awesome. Some people just need that personal bubble. Yeah. You know, they don't like to have their bubble popped. You know what I mean? Well, like, I feel this is awful, but I feel like the bed that I sleep in with my wife, 75% of that is my is my real estate. 
I'm, you get 75%? Yeah, I'm bigger. You know, she's tiny. That is not how it I works like in my relationship. Out. How does it work? You, What do you do? No. Is it 75, 25, See, her? Ideally, I think people like to think that the bet is 50-50. That is not even close no. to true in my relationship. Okay. All I right. get probably the 25% you're talking okay. about. Okay. Uh, new study says, uh, who would you like to snuggle more with, your pet uh, or or your, your spouse? Lucy, what about you? Who are you picking? The pet. Definitely the pet. And why the pet? He doesn't fart, snore, or talk back. Say <laughs> okay. doesn't fart. I didn't want to go past that. Yes, that's what she said. Isn't that what you said? You have a dog that doesn't Absolutely. fart. Okay. All right. Well, not at least that I can smell. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Lucy, you're gonna you're gonna like this. It's a little bit too much information, but I've been married for ten years, and that has not happened in front of my wife a single time. Shut the front door. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of husband I am. No, I don't do that. It takes discipline. It does take discipline. I'll leave the room. Here's Scott in surprise. Uh, your pet or your spouse? Who do you want to snuggle with more? I'll have to pick my spouse. Okay. What's wrong with the? You had a dog? I got a dog with a really bad dog breath. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, I get that. That's that's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. All right. One more. Gary and Mesa. Uh, your spouse or or your pet? Uh, I would prefer my spouse, but for her, it's kind of touch and go, depending on the day. <laughs> what, what, extrapolate that a little bit. What, what do you mean? She calls me her human space heater. So if I'm with her for too long, she actually starts to overheat because of how much body heat I put off. Yeah, I get so, that too. Yeah. So depends the, on the, the day, whether she can take the heat or not. <laughs> is that, uh, we talk, we talk about the pause. Pause. Yeah, the menopause. No, oh, not the pause of your dog. Come on, man. What? What? It's a thing. The guy is hot. I know, but That's when she goes about. next to him, it's like a furnace. I don't know. I think guys are just warmer for we some took, reason. We took, I, Did anybody else see the trend that just were, happened? All the guys picked their their spouse, their wife, and all the women picked the pet. All right. So five calls. Uh, Charles, Scott, and Gary. Pick their spouse. That's what I'm saying. And Anne and Lucy pick the pet. And you believe guys are warmer. Isn't that interesting? Well, I, that's how it works <laughs> in my relationship. My girlfriend's feet are always like 10 degrees below zero. Here is the Doesn't make any sense. Here's the study. Six in 10 people would rather snuggle with their pet than their partner. Six in 10 people would rather snuggle with their pet than their partner. My goodness. And you know what? The dog gets a bigger percentage of the bed than I do. I'll tell you what. It's sad. Uh, it's you really know, sad. Do you know what people do when they wake up? They don't uh, say hello to their spouse or kiss them. They check their phone first. Then they go to the dog, and then the spouse probably is number three. That's the world we live in. Sounds like you have some uh, anger towards this dog. I don't, I don't know. You don't like this. What's the dog's name? <laughs> potato. Potato. You don't like the potato. The dog's name is Potato. You don't I like, like Potato. It's a nice dog. Okay. He's very old. He can't see or hear anything. Okay. All right. Anything. Six in ten people would rather snuggle with their pet than their partner. Up next, true story. Gas is cheaper in L.A., than in Scottsdale. Why? We'll tell you next. Our news. Shazam! The hottest ticket in town. All right, it's time for our last hottest ticket qualifier for Game 1 Suns playoff tickets. Sandra Cox from Mesa, you have 10 minutes to call 602-277-5827 to qualify for those tickets. If Sandra Cox doesn't call within 10 minutes... 
Then we're going to open up the phone lines to someone else. If you didn't hear your name, you could still qualify. Just text the word TICKET to 411923. Listen for your name on Monday, 7 a.m., 11 a.m. hour, 4 p.m. hour here on the show for possibly Game 2 playoff tickets. Once again, Sandra Cox from Mesa. You have 10 minutes to call 602-277-5827. I might go to Game 1, and if I do, I'll be using light rail. No, I didn't buy that for a second. Did anybody buy that? Uh, Gas prices are too high. I'm not going to drive anymore. This is outrageous. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you listening? Here's the deal. Los Angeles, California. $4.94 a gallon. Scottsdale, Arizona, $4.95 a gallon. We have eclipsed L.A. I don't... I was trying to think. I don't think this has ever happened. I don't ever remember us surpassing California. California is always number one when it comes to high gas prices. Always. We are now number two. Arizona ranks as second most expensive gas in the nation. So here's the deal. Uh, You can get cheaper gas in L.A. than Scottsdale right now. Arizona uh, is a $4.54 a gallon. But we don't really look at that. Let's look at the valley. The valley is four eighty one a gallon. Oh, it's awful. It's horrendous. Four eighty one a gallon. So everyone wants to know why. Well, there's so many different reasons. I mean, we use th- three different types of blends in the month of, month of March, and, and so March is over. I don't know if we're still using three different types of blends, but. That's one reason why our gas is so expensive. You've got other cities and, and states, they use, a lot of them use just one. We're using three because we like the environment and we want to save turtles. All right, here's the other thing. Uh, crude oil, it's $80 a, a barrel now. And so the experts say that's what makes gas prices go up. But why, if it's $80, it's an $80 a barrel for everybody. Why are we the ones getting hosed in Arizona? Yeah, OPEC did make some recent cuts that are cutting supply, too. That's going to apply to pretty much everybody around the globe. Uh, I think geography plays a little bit into this, too. I'm looking at a map of every single state in the country and what their gas prices look like. Blue means low. Red means high. You can imagine the whole West Coast is red. California, Washington, uh, yeah. Nevada, Arizona. Three. Yeah, they're all very, very high. Right. The place where it's lowest is in the south. Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, right. Oklahoma, Missouri. Those places are lower. And I think a lot of that has to do with how close their proximity to oil refineries. It's bogus is what it is. Well, there's transportation costs for gas. Different states have different taxes that they throw on it's hot gas. hot garbage. Uh, that's just what it is. I, I know, but we don't have to sit here and like it. We, no. we at least complain about it. Uh, cheapest city uh, to get gas within Maricopa County? Sierra Vista, under four. Really? Average is three ninety five. Then Yuma. I'm going to start going to Yuma for my gasoline. I, I don't see why not. It would take more than a tank just to do a round I trip, know. I, I think, know. right? I, I tease. But it really is crazy that Los Angeles has uh, gas prices lower than Scottsdale. All right. Uh, super secret uh, GOP meeting, everybody. I don't know where this took place, uh, but we do know who was there. And we do know what it was about. And why was there a super secret meeting uh, 
by the GOP in Arizona, wise man? Uh, a lot of it stems from what's going on with Arizona senior Senator Kirsten Cinema. She decided she's no longer a Democrat. She's going to be independent. But we don't know yet if she's going to run for her own spot in the Senate. We know that Ruben Gallego on the left is going to run for her seat. Cinema's going to run. She will. She will as an independent. And that's going to throw a wrinkle into things because now we got to figure out who's the Republican candidate. Mm. Well, the Republican Party is trying to solve a problem that they have from their last election cycle. And they lost every they ballot, all lost. basically. All of them. So they've got a bunch of people that could run again for the same position of senator. Like uh, they had Jim Lehman. He came in second in the primary to Blake Masters. He could run again. Uh, Karen Taylor Robeson, you remember, ran for governor against Carrie Lake. Uh, Carrie Lake could run again this time for Senate. Uh, and then we know that Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County, he's the only one that has officially thrown his hat. In so the th- they, his all met? Hat. they all met? In so a there room? was a secret meeting really? where two of them were in person, two of them were on Zoom. <laughs> but they had a meeting with the Republican Party chair, Jeff DeWitt, okay. who was trying to make everyone play nice. He's no. trying to make sure that, hey, if we're all going to run for the same spot, Let's not destroy each other in the primary and therefore just tank our chances. So he's asking the four, who is Layman, uh, Blake, uh, Masters, we've got Lamb and, Lamb and uh, uh, Robeson, Robeson yes. to play nice. That's the request. Yeah. Hey, if we're all going to do this, let's get along. Let's highlight the, the benefits of the Republican Party, not tear each other down. How about you just don't run out conspiracy theorists because then Republicans will vote for you. How about that? How did Katie Hobbs win the governor's uh, office? Republicans. <laughs> Some Republicans were told, don't vote for Carrie Lake. She doesn't want your vote. So you know what they did? Okay. I'll vote for the other person. All you have to do is put somebody out who's not far right MAGA, and you've got a great shot. But if you want to put the same old people out there, and I'm not saying that the four right now are the same old people, if you want to run Lake out there, you're going to lose. Because this is Arizona, and Arizona doesn't 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 like MAGA, doesn't like the far right, doesn't like the far left. Most people are somewhere in the middle, maybe leaning towards the right or the left. Supposedly, in this meeting, Jim Lehman, who's known more as a businessman, he came out and basically admitted, hey, if Carrie Lake jumps back in this thing, it all goes out the window. I mean, she's not going to change the way she campaigned for governor. She's going to do basically the same I, thing. I don't think she's going to run. She's making too much money from uh, duping people. I think she'd run. She'll be on every TV station in America. Yeah, that's what they want to She'll cover. She'll be the fixation. It's, uh, it's not even about winning. That's the media's fault, then. It's about being the center of attention. All right, coming up next, why are our children chronic worriers? There's a new study out. You're a parent. you got to hear this next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, congratulations to Sandra Cox from Mesa. She called in for no our hottest ticket qualifier for Game 1 Suns playoff ticket. She gets a cool Suns prize pack as well. So Sandra Cox called in. She's our hottest ticket qualifier. You can tune in uh, next week, too. Uh, we're going to be giving away tickets throughout the Suns playoff push. Well, we better. We're a big station. Should be giving people some uh, some tickets for crying out loud. We are big time. Um, all right, cool. So she did call in. That's fantastic. Uh We'll see, we'll see how the Suns do in Game 1 on uh, Sunday in uh, downtown. All right, there's a new poll, new study, and it talks about our children. They're stressed. What are they stressed over? Uh, a lot of things. They're worried about, I think the number one thing is, it, it, this is interesting, their looks. 65%. So, uh, yeah, their looks. That's 
you know, I think when we remember going to school, we're always worried about our looks. And, you you know, you go through this uh, phase where you're, you you look awkward and nothing, nothing, your face doesn't look right. And everybody goes through it. It's an awkward stage. But that's a lot of people saying, I worry about my looks. And, I, you know, I've got to believe that's got to be, you know, Instagram and and. Uh, they're looking at, uh, you know, you have kids that are, that are looking at people who look ap- absolutely perfect on, online, uh, on on the Internet. And that's not true. We know it. We know that uh, it's a filter. We know that not everybody looks perfect. But when you go online, everybody – are you going to put a picture of yourself looking bad online? No. You're going to put the best picture you possibly can online because that's how we are. We're shallow. Well, and influencers used to be what? On magazine covers or the weekly television shows – now they're so much more readily accessible. The people that kids look up to are some of these people on YouTube or they watch them on TikTok or they see them on Instagram reels. So, yeah, I mean, these kids are seeing more and more of what they want to look like. Their looks, it matters to them. Uh, one in five kids worry um, it, it extends to the world around them. And that's also the Internet. You know, um, you're, you're connected 24-7. You know, kids could look at what their parents are watching on television or what they're scrolling through on their iPad, and they can see all that stuff and a lot of doom scrolling and, you know, you know what sells, all the bad stuff. So people who are watching that. Kids see it. So, for example, there are children worrying about money, violence in the world, the environment. I don't I got to tell you, I don't get the environment. And, and we've talked about that before. Uh, kids are worried that this planet is going to be gone by the time they're 30. And that's just politicians scaring them. I can, again, I say it all the time. All right, I'm reading this uh, thing about the environment, and it says uh, the earth is going to end. And then, of course, I can look at another study and says, listen, it's all overblown. It's It's not something I ever thought about as a kid. No, couldn't Never thought about the environment. I mean, they try to teach you in school about recycling and reusing and all that stuff. And and that's that's good and it's important. But I never thought about the environment as if I could make a huge difference. Kids are worried about the environment. That to me is silly. I get it if you are worried about being bullied. If you're worried about your friendships. Totally. If if you're worried about how you look. uh, But but 20% of kids are now worried about the environment? I mean, that... It's 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 obvious that they're being scared. Yeah, I get that. They're I, being scared. I think a lot of what you talk about with social media is it's like this performance art. It's social media is an addiction to getting that like, getting that message sent to you, being seen, being accepted. Mm. It's no longer just when you hang out with your friends, how do they treat you? Now it's also too, how am I being treated online? Am I being noticed? Am I putting out good content for other people to consume? It's like they're running their own little business as a kid, and that business is their own perception. If 20% of kids are worried about the environment... Imagine all the other stuff they're worried about, and now we were wondering, well, that's what causes their anxiety. That's what causes their depression. We didn't even mention the normal stuff that you should be worried. I mean, anxiety about school and education and all those things that they got going on. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, we got the big 5 o'clock hour coming up. To lead us off, Becky Lynn, 5 o'clock KTA, our news expansion. 15 minutes of commercial-free nonstop news, traffic, and weather. It starts in five minutes. And then more of us. Stick around.